Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Oh my! Here we go! Erica. Welcome in! Guaranteed Show Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, yesterday was the day to uh well you know uh when you when you have a pickup truck you're oftentimes hey can uh, can you help us out and move something now i mean i'm not like i didn't like sign up to get a pickup truck i wanted a pickup well, i didn't i never did i just had i had to buy it off of my dad to keep him from driving and then once I got it in my possession, I'm like, all right, well, I got a truck now. It's it's my daily driver. Um, by the way, if you don't know the story about how I came upon the truck, it was my dad's. And, you know, it's probably not the best idea to have a uh, dementia patient driving around. But nobody could control him. He's like, I'm not a drive. And then like you'd be with him or he'd be driving. And then he would just like start looking off into the wild blue yonder and just not paying attention. He's going to kill somebody. And you could um, uh, tell him that. And he, he's not going to listen to you. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. This is like three, four or five years ago. He's not going to listen to you. So, uh, you know. The only option would be to like disable the car, take the battery out. But, um, your old pal easy. I said, let me, let me try. I'm talking to the other uh, family members, my stepsisters. I go over there and, uh, just visiting. We're having a cookout or something. And, uh, just out of the blue, I go, God, you know what? I need a truck. I'm thinking about buying a truck, Dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Oh, I 
gotta move stuff. Uh, have a real need. I've been doing a lot of jobs. You just make up some story. And then, uh, I'm, I just, I just, I just throw it out there. And then, uh, I start looking at his, I go, I need one like that. One that's got a, you know, it's, it's a few years old. I'm not worried about banging it up or anything like that. If I could find one like that somewhere, that would be ideal. And that's all I said. And he's like percolating about it. I can tell he's thinking about it. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that I know what I know about him and his horrible driving. And he's going to kill somebody. And then like magic. About an hour later, he goes, I will sell you this truck for $3,000 and not a penny less. I go, what? You want to sell me your, what about, well, don't you want it? And then everyone's like, no, no, stop, stop. Take, take it, take it, take the deal. Now, by the way, that's, that's uh, that's a cheap price. I can sell that truck right now for $5,000, even though it's 20 years old. For some reason around, well, everywhere, trucks have value. I don't know, because, you know, it makes you look like you love Trump or something or whatever, just because they're probably more because of their utility. Tyler says, you should have also told him you were getting into making picture frames to take his saw from him. Fingers go flying off. Oh. God. Um, but then I'm like, uh, you know what, dad? Okay. I will absolutely do that. Amanda suggests that when you have a pickup truck, it makes you pretend you have a big dick. I've heard people say that by the way, uh, that, uh, it's, it's to compensate for a small wiener. What is Darla doing over there? I don't think she's getting ready to hump. I think she needs to be warm. She's just laying on top of O'Neill. How adorable is that? Uh-oh. Hang on. Zenith acting up. Uh, Corey asks, how much rust is on it? A ton. There is a ton of rust. You know how it is. Uh, uh, trucks made uh, in the uh, first part of this century. Well, actually, pretty much for any time this century, you basically have one winter storm and then it starts rusting. Big pile of shit. I hate that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, American trucks. Uh, Amanda, who is obviously feeling um, very, very uh, uh, froggy today, writes, I bet your dick's starting to rust too. Okay. All right. Very good. Get that out of your system now. Uh, yesterday, the truck, I, I was in the truck, and um, as I was, uh, I got it, Jackie said to me, hey, Dad, we, we need some help. We're going to go uh, pick up a table. We got it on Facebook Marketplace. Of course, that's the thing to do. This is a nice table and chairs, though. Um, we show up there and it, um, the place where we go is like, um, really fantastic in Grand Rapids. Someone has purchased 
the first high school in Grand Rapids or some shit like that, some old ass high school and completely renovated it to become condos. I'm not even kidding. And, uh, so I go into there with Jackie and this couple lives in what is the gymnasium stack of Bibles, hand to God. And it is so sweet. They have totally repurposed the building. Whoever owns it put a lot of money in to make it to make it like individual condos. Man, this fucking place was cool. Like the doors to their place are like old school double doors. So sweet, man. I went into there and we uh, we got to buy this table. And they got this little dog and um, go walking up and Jackie picks a dog up. And she goes, oh, what's this dog's name? And the lady says, D-O-G. And she goes, D-O-G. Oh, I like that. And uh, I go, yeah, that's, that's D-O-G. That's dog. Get it? I picked up on it right away. And she goes, Jackie, I didn't, what? Oh my God, D-O-G. D-O-G, D-O-G. And uh, the lady, the uh, owner, the lady who's selling them the table, she goes, no one ever picks up on it. Your dad uh, is probably good at pun- at puns. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm good at puns. I'm just brilliant. I just picked up on it right away. D-O-G. That is so cool. That's like F-U-C-K. F-U-C-K-H-E-A-D. What's your dog's name? F-U-C-K-H-E-A-D. Who's that listening to your show? Oh, that's C-O-C-K-S-U-C-K-E-R. Um, all right. Getting the shit. Put it in my truck and uh you know you got the chairs this was the uh moment where it all just went south justin do you want to put the uh chairs in your in your vehicle he gets two of them in two of the other two go into the bed of my truck so i got the table and i got um uh two chairs I see a new person in here, the Devonverse. Hello, do I know you? Welcome. The last, famous last words, as we're getting ready to take off, the lady says, hey, do you want some uh, uh, plastic bags to put over the chairs? No, it's not going to rain. Holy shit. We've got to travel five minutes. From where this place is, we say goodbye to DOG and we go to Jackie's place. Not only did it rained, uh, rain, it was the type of rain that the windshield wipers couldn't keep up with the volume of rain that was falling. It was a torrential, torrential downpour. Oh my God. Immediate flooding of roads. The amount of rain that fell in that five minutes was uh, something that you just don't see that often. A thorough drenching. 
So the furniture they just get, they've had it for about 30 seconds. The chairs are already soaked. Oh, my God. We pull up. and Well, actually, Jackie, I was thinking about, okay, as soon as it started raining, I started thinking about the chairs. I go, all right, I could pull over, get soaked, grab them out of the bed, and try to make them fit into the back seat of the truck. I debated that. Jackie's right behind me in her car. Probably thinking the same thing. And then I decided, no. It's going to be okay. It's just water. No big deal. She calls me, it's raining. Oh my God. I go, I know, I know. Holy shit. I'm here too. Get the shit home. Panic ensues. Everybody's losing their mind. Jackie and Justin get into a fight for some reason. I don't know how. I think uh, Justin lost his shit. And Justin is uh, definitely not the type like me to just fly off the handle about anything. But he kind of got chippy. And that's the... Jackie is the wrong person to get chippy with. Okay? So, I wasn't paying attention to them fighting with each other. I was just trying to get the furniture inside of the house. And then um, we finally get it all situated and things are starting to settle down. And Jackie walks up. She goes, you can apologize now. You can apologize for talking to me that way. Nobody talks to me that way, Justin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I go, oh, you did it now. I just kept my mouth shut. You know, I didn't want to get involved. When these two fight, which isn't that often. This was the, that was probably the worst fight ever. Corey decides to write, just punch her fake boob. Cue the troll face. There it is. I I guess I just don't know why you actually take the extra step to put the troll face. It's, it's like, I I would always, I would lose interest in it. I I give you credit for uh, not, letting up doing that you've always put the troll face after every joke that you say just just put the joke save yourself the step uh safe to say he lost all of his poo bear points Corey says he does it because it makes him laugh well i guess that's all you need to do So that kind of took center stage yesterday. And what's crazy about it is I had nearly forgotten that I had to do that. But I had it in my phone that I had to do that. And then I was driving home from a meeting before that. And I realized, now I haven't driven limo in uh, just shy of one year. So they reached out. They go, hey, do you still want to drive? I go, well, I don't have much time to drive. But in a pinch... If nobody can do a, do a run, definitely keep me on because I might be able to help you. They go, okay, we're glad you said that. I go, okay, cool. They go, however, you owe us a drug test and you owe us a medical exam. Yearly, you have to do that when you're a driver. Um, some uh, some uh, can wait longer in between, but I have to get mine yearly. So I go, all right, no problem. They go, all right, we got you in at Med 1 in Grand Rapids. This is a place you go, you walk in, and it's a lobby full of losers. And 
you, I got to go give a, uh, take a drug test, pee in a cup, and then get a quick medical exam from a physician, make sure my eyes are okay, make sure my ears are okay, um, which, frankly, I thought I might fail. Uh, but I go in there, and um, while I'm sitting there waiting uh, for my turn so I can do my exam, um, some other guy comes in, and he wants to do the same thing. He wants to take a urine test, a drug test. And an older gentleman, and he says to the lady that's waiting on him at the desk, she goes, he goes, look, I really have to pee, like right now. She goes, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurry this, and you will be seen as soon as possible. So she, like, puts him to the front of the line, but he still is kind of, like, waiting there. Now, I guess I figured out what's happening because his phone rings, and I can hear the person coming through the phone talking to this dude. And um, she's none too pleased that it's taking more than one minute. This poor guy hasn't been there for like two minutes, three minutes. And she's already calling him saying, hey, what's going on? Where are you? And uh, he says, I'm, I'm here at Med One. I'm about to take the test. And then uh, uh, she, she's like impatient. And I could hear that she was impatient with him. So I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then he, he hangs up. Actually, he kept her on the phone. He goes up to the desk again. And he goes, look, not only do I have to go to the bathroom, but I'm on a tether. And the boss wants me back at the job right now. I have to get this done quickly. Like she knew, I think, that he had to go to take the drug test. But she's like not being paid, not giving this guy even any, any inch, you know. She's already, she's, she's bitching at him. And all he wants to do is piss and take a drug test. So whoever the fucking boss is, I don't know if it was his probie or his boss or what, but the, 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 the tether is on his leg and he's like, I'm out of tether. I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go. He's not supposed to be there or something. I don't know. I mean, I guess when you have somebody who's fucked up like that, uh, you, you, you want to keep him on a short leash. Son of a bitch. Can't even piss. What a fucking bad life. And he was an older dude too. So I was like, oh God, you, you've had a hard life. I can just see it in your fucking face. You've been doing this since you were a kid, haven't you? You've been a total fuck up forever. And now here you are at the place where you do drug testing. Everybody's looking at you, judging you. You got your, your fucking uh, tethers going off. You got some asshole screaming at you on the phone and you just want to piss. It's time at that point that you're really looking back. And if you think too hard and evaluate your life, you might just throw yourself into traffic. Son of a bitch. He finally goes. Um, I noticed that everybody at that place doesn't give a shit, uh, about etiquette there. Like, like if the phone rings, they'll have a intense personal conversation right in the waiting area, you know? So there I am surrounded by all these losers. I finally get in there, uh, take my P test, take my vision test, take my, uh, uh, hearing test explain all the things going on in my life, medicines I'm taking, things like that. I wander over into the waiting area. I even told the story because they give you like an iPad to fill out all the shit that's happened to you in the last year. And so I revealed that I cut my foot off practically with the chainsaw because it asked, have you passed out? And I said, well, yeah, actually I have passed out. 
And then they got like a million questions about passing out. So then the doc is, uh, he, he comes in and this doc, I don't know what it is about docs at a place like this loser place where only losers are getting checked, checked on like me. Okay. Um, for some reason, the docs seem slightly like white trash docs. Like if you're like a dermatologist at a clinic, that's like a high end doc or a plastic surgery doc. But if you're doc at place where you do piss tests, that's loser doctor, right? I just got the impression that this guy was a, you know, not the sharpest pencil in the box when it comes to doctors. Like, I felt like he was kind of like a fucking dumb, a dumb fuck doc. I mean, don't you have to, uh, cause I have a, a family member who is actually a dermatologist and, um, you know, regular college medical school, uh, internship residency from the start of college at age 17, 18 to getting finally done with everything. You're about 35 years old. No shit. I, for some reason, I feel like this doc, you know, it basically went high school doc. Tyler writes, yeah, those places are dollar store doctors. Now, Tyler works in the medical industry. I think he's a polyp grinder, but uh, still. I just, I just got the impression that this guy, you know, eats his boogers. Anyway, uh, he wanted to know more about passing out. I told him, he said, okay, no big deal. Gave me my medical card, which says, hey, you can drive. Now, I think I have to pay for that test. I think they actually take it out of my pay to get the test. Tyler writes, I'm actually cutting fallopian tubes. I'll grind some polyps later. I think I actually have to pay for all of this. They like take it out of your paycheck. But the thing is, I haven't had a paycheck from them in one year. So I think this was just like an adventure. I went on this adventure. Doctor, take a look. Do, uh, doctor takes a look at me, take a pee test. And, uh. And then I have a story to talk about on here. And then I just left. That was it. Like an hour out of my day. Uh, quite an adventure, indeed. Also an adventure, speaking of health, this is crazy ass shit right here. Since January, we have been discussing Ottawa Impact. Just so you know, a pack of these far-right conspiracy theorists, freedom fighters, angry that the kid had to wear a mask, claim that if the kid wears a mask, the kid dies. Uh, holy shit. They, uh, as you know, they, they won seats in the county of Ottawa. All right. Because they were pissed off 
that they had to wear a mask and that their stupid hand clapping churches got shut down during the pandemic. Um, they caught everybody asleep, this whole organized Ottawa impact group. That won't happen again. They will lose in the next election, and then that will be it. This chapter will close. Since then, they've had various press conferences saying they hate gay people and transgender people. They blew up the diversity uh, uh, Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. They changed the um, slogan of the county from um, where you belong, which is not true anymore to let freedom ring, you know, using that term freedom, anybody who uses freedom, patriot, shit like that. These are crazy fucks. They didn't like the health director from the previous regime that just lost because they're like, oh, she's one of them. She wanted us to wear masks. Well, you're fired. Well, she filed suit. All right. And I got that halted and that it's taken this long up to now for there to be any type of resolution. The Ottawa impact bastards are led by one fuck named Joe Moss. Moss turned to some loser uh, named Ryan Kelly to be the new health director. But that actually got put on hold because the one they wanted to fire, Adeline Hambly, said, hold on, I'm suing you. Now, the guy they wanted, no joke, has the same skill set as Joe Martinez, our resident heating and cooling expert on this show. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. He is a uh, furnace and AC repairman. He's a HVAC guy. Now, his wife, Kristen Megan Kelly, likes to say that he's like, I don't know, she always comes up with really inflated uh, terms um, for him and for her. She puts sawdust on puke and cleans up that at like schools she's a janitor she calls herself a scientist she's not all right um so you've got a guy who put who changes furnace filters that's going to be the new health director in fact this is audio of um ryan kelly's wife Kristen megan kelly when she was butt hurt with me making fun of her stupid daughter Uh, When they sent the daughter up there with the fat bitch grandma uh, and brainwashed the kid talking about how, thank you, Joe Moss, for keeping us from uh, uh, sexual deviants that are transgender or drag queens, whatever the fuck it was. Well, that fat bitch called my Joe Martinez and said, what are you doing? You can't advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. And so the fat bitch is calling all my sponsors who then tipped me off and said, Hey, this fat bitch is calling us. And then Joe sent me this. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm the veteran and I'm the veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm the veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm the veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm the veteran. 
I am the mother. I'm the veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm the veteran in a sexual manner. I'm the veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. Now, I, I don't want her to perform those things. I have the sheriff involved. Um, but if she does, I hope that your mother walks in on her. Several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm a veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm a veteran, but this is not protected speech. I'm a veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm a veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected speech to speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl. Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the... Well, apparently it is, because nobody called on me. ...the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran, but they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, I'm a veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405 I'm a veteran. I bleeped it. So that you couldn't possibly figure out what her number is. But I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. Area code 405-694-8344. I'm a veteran and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear that from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm a veteran. Thanks. I'm a veteran and I'm a veteran. Well, anyway. Um, Ottawa Impact wanted the husband of that scientist to be the health director. Okay. Fast forward. It comes time. Oh, by the way, they also, um, Ottawa Impact, there is a, uh, a man, a black white supremacist, allegedly, who keeps his racism stored in his neck fat. John Gibbs, who ran as a Republican in uh, for the House of Representatives. And I think, well, I forgot what disc, uh, district, 33rd district, I'm not, Kent County. If you recall, uh, Peter Meyer won that uh, seat in the previous election off through, it went Justin Amash, Said he wasn't going to run again. And uh, so Peter Meyer won that. And then he was one of like eight or nine Republicans who voted to impeach Trump. And the fucking sick fuck Republicans didn't like that. So John Gibbs ran against Peter Meyer in the primary for this GOP seat. Trump endorsed Gibbs. Gibbs beat Meyer. So Meyer's out. Gibbs ran against a Democrat for that seat named Hillary Skolton, who won. And that seat went Democrat out of from the House of Re, from the House of Representatives from the state of Michigan for the first time in 40 years. Gibbs disappears, but resurfaces when the Ottawa impact pieces of shit hire him, not an elected position, they hired him to be the county administrator. All right. Fast forward to now. All the crazy fucking county commission meetings, 
leading up to this, there was a moment when the um, it came time for the uh, fiscal year to begin. So the uh, budget was um, discussed by Ottawa Impact. And there's a few uh, county members who aren't part of Ottawa, uh, Ottawa Impact. One of them is Jacob Bonama, who's a Republican who ran with Ottawa Impact. And then he went um, rogue. He said, you know what? You guys are too fucked up. I'm out. Um, so they decided that they're going to, since they couldn't get rid of, um, Adeline Hamley, they, it came budget time and they reduced her budget down to just nothing. They said, we're cutting your budget by, uh, over $4 million or something like that. It was even more than that at first. And she was like, well, why are we even here? We can't, th- that means we won't have any employees, all of these services at the health department. Uh, uh, provides for the public will not be able to be funded. Uh, there's, there's no way we can operate on this amount of money. And they said, well, sorry, that's their way of getting back at her. This is called revenge politics. Um, and much to, and the people who don't, who suffer from that are the, are the public. Uh, while this is all going on, my friend Joe Spalding is helping with the recall effort of one of the Ottawa Impact pieces of shit, lady by the name of Lucy Ebel, trying to get her uh, out. And uh, that is to be voted on in May to begin the process of ending this nightmare. Um, you vote every two years on county commissioners, so hopefully they'll all be gone uh, by the time the next election. And Lucy will be out before that, which means they won't have a majority anymore. Now, um, so they try to slash her budget. She then goes to social media and says, yeah, this would throw the health department into disarray. And uh, her going to social media and talking about it publicly they looked at that as insubordination or some shit, and they used that as a reason to try to fire her. And they had this long, drawn-out, many, many hours hearing with, like, an actual judge supervising it and a, a huge amount of resources, time, and money spent on this. When it came time to actually announce whether or not they're going to uh, have uh, fire her, Uh, That's where it got even more murky because they didn't fire her and they put off the vote and they they waited. This is just recently. This is like a couple weeks ago. And then um, the amount of um, people were starting to realize that um, obviously at Ottawa Impact that they are in, in great jeopardy if they do actually fire her for a wrongful termination suit. They have a... um, uh, legal team called uh, Coleman Legal, which has close ties to Joe Moss. Like it's a real uh, uh, back scratch, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type of relationship. And they've been paying this legal team a ton of money that you can look up the dollar amount spent uh, by the county since this all started because people are so pissed off. They're doing Freedom of Information Act requests and it all costs money and uh, uh, hours billed to Coleman for all of this shit is, is substantial. So a lot of money is flying out the doors, 
uh, to the legal team to represent these assholes and challenges and just the day-to-day operations of the county aren't really happening in a refined or a polished manner because all these assholes are doing is trying to defend themselves from uh, uh, normal thinking people to um, uh, protect their distorted way of life and get their fucking AC repairman into the uh, health department and shit like that. Well, they don't fire her. Instead, it was learned yesterday, reported by the Holland Sentinel, that Ottawa Impact, Ottawa County, is instead going to give Adeline Hambly money to just leave. And the reported office office uh, offer, pardon me, is four point one million dollars. <laughs> so, and it just so happens that that four point one million dollars is about the same amount of money that they wanted her to reduce her budget by for the coming uh, year to fund the health department. Holy shit! So it goes from, we're having a hearing to fire you where they waste all this time and energy to, wait, no, we're going to give you $4.1 million instead. Now, the reason why they're doing that is because, and then she would sign an agreement not to sue them. And, well, they obviously realize that sweet little Adeline Hambly and her lawyer have her by the short and curlies. She's actually got a handful of Ottawa Impact dicks and vaginas in her hand. And this tell of offering $4.1 million is proof. Aram says this is your tax money that she is walking away with. Yes, it is. And shame on those that caused this to happen. And this all happened. Because they didn't like a mask. They didn't like their little wacky church being shut down so that people wouldn't get sick. That's why this happened. That's what this is all about. It's always been about that. Okay? These are the same crazy people that when a kid wears a mask, they're like, oh, oh, you're hurting her. You're hurting my child. Fuck your fucking kid. The hell it is. You asshole. So good. I, you know what? I hope she doesn't take it. I hope she doesn't take it. And she sues them. And then I hope, I hope she says, you know what? I don't want that money. I want my job. I'll take my job. And then you can fire me. And then, now that's a huge gamble. She's, she'd never do that. From what I understand, not only is she getting that money, but she has like an assistant who's also going away with like $130,000. So they're really, really paying uh, big time for this. Uh, there's a, a really nice lady by the name of Sarah Leach who writes for the Holland Sentinel. And she has been the uh, point person for everything Ottawa. Okay. Um, and uh, has she's the one who broke the story yesterday at uh, 1.40 in the afternoon. 
And the headline, instead of firing her, Ottawa Impact plans to give Hambly millions to resign. My God. It starts with um, uh, pay $4 million to step down 10 months after trying to demote her without cause, which is what they did. And that's how they fucked up. The largest settlement ever in Ottawa County. And nearly the exact amount the board cut from the public health department's budget this year. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Now, as much as um, these brainwashed right-wing pieces of shit um, hate her and people like me and people like you who aren't retarded, what they hate more, though, these Dutch fucks where I live, is losing money. And they've lost a lot from at the hands of Ottawa Impact. Uh, on Monday, November 6th, the Ottawa County Board of Commissioners was planning to vote on whether or not to fire Hambly for cause following a two-day termination hearing. But instead went into a closed session for more than eight hours, largely used for negotiations, negotiations with Hambly's attorney. Multiple sources with knowledge of the situation told the Sentinel. They were not authorized to discuss the matter on the record. I love that Leach gets this info on the down low and then immediately publishes it. And the people behind closed doors, I can promise you there was a gag order in place. Don't say shit. We don't want Leach to find out. Sure enough, she finds out seconds after it finishes probably and immediately publishes it. Uh, discussions, however, really began several days earlier with an initial offer from Hambly via her attorney, Sarah Riley Howard, that would allow her to remain in her position according to multiple sources. Hold on, let me read that again. An initial offer was from Hambly that would allow her to remain in her position. Okay, so they said, hey, we want her to stay. And that offer was let Hambly remain as health officer if she dropped her lawsuit against the county and the county dropped the termination charges. So that is something that Hambly's attorney was like, okay, let's just forget the whole thing and start over. That's what she was initially suggesting. They turned that down and said, no, we'd rather give you $4 million and let her here. We want the AC repairman. They also wanted, um, Hambly's attorney wanted auto impact to pay her legal fees, which at the time were estimated to be about $102,000. That would, uh, it would also result in Deputy Health Officer Marsha Manseri's resignation in January with a severance agreement of one-year pay plus benefits. Would lead to an external search through the county's Human Resources Department to seek a new Deputy Health Officer, ultimately selected by Hambly. This is all very reasonable. This is what they said wanted to happen. I also prevented the board from filing additional charges through the end of 2024 unless the county's HR department conducted an independent investigation. So the initial offer by Hambly's attorney was let her keep her job. The right-hand person does want to leave, so she gets a year and let uh, Adeline select the replacement. And you can't call her on the carpet until the end of 2024 unless if she like has sex with a kid in the office. No, we'd rather pay $4.1 million. They figured that was the better choice and let an uneducated oaf into the spot to take her position. They, they settled on, they said, no, we got something better. 
something that benefits us. You get out and we'll give you a $4.1 million. And that's what Sarah Leach writes. Instead, the county will now pay Hambly uh, more than $4 million to resign rather than firing her, which likely would have led to further appeals and prolonged litigation. If the settlement is finalized, Hambly will pay her own attorney fees, um, which ultimately works out to be about $250,000. Under the current agreement, the number two will also resign after being placed on paid administrative leave through the end of January. So she gets a vacation. And then she gets a year's pay. God damn, they're just throwing out money. They give Adeline Hambly 4.1 mil. They give the number two, Manseri, a vacation till the end of January. And then she gets $125,000. Fuck me. What a turn of events. It's just poetic that that $4.1 million is nearly the exact amount cut from the public health department's budget. Jesus. The entire $4 million would be taken from the, I, I don't understand a lot of this, from the insurance authorities fund, whatever that is, reserved for claims. Okay, so... However you get that money, it's there for things just like this. Like, I don't know, someone gets injured on property or something. I don't know, some the suit, maybe something like this. But that fund that the county has is worth $23 million. I'm not particularly sure how that fund is created. Um, if that's just like an insurance policy, I, I don't know. I don't know where that actual dollar amount comes from. It says the $4 million would be taken from the insurance authorities fund reserved for claims, which has a fund balance of $23 million. I'd love to see what, where that money comes from, how you build that fund. Because I don't know, maybe this money doesn't come directly from taxpayers because that's going to be the first thing people bitch about is, where this is where our tax, but you know, I mean, maybe it isn't coming from the taxpayers. If it isn't, well, then, you know, everybody wins. Han- Hambly gets four mil. Manseri gets a uh, vacation at $123,000. And these stupid piece of shit scumbags get the husband of that fat bitch to run the uh, health department. Had the lawsuit resulted in a judgment in Hambly's favor, like if she sued them and won, the county would have been liable for only the first million from the fund reserve and anything else would have been covered by the county's insurance carrier. Okay. Hambly and the board's Ottawa impact majority have been battling for in the courts for months. Well, I don't need to say that. I don't need to read that. We've been talking about it. Hambly sued the board in February, claiming the attempt to demote her was unlawful and alleging the Ottawa Impact Majority had repeatedly interfered with her state-authorized health duties. Yeah, they were all pissed off because she, um, like at the Pride Festival, um, the health department was there encouraging people to um, be extra careful and vigilant and test for sexually transmitted infections. I mean, say what you will. Our local gays love sex. Okay. I was reading a study 
that Ottawa County homosexuals are some of the most sexy homosexuals on the planet. Okay? They'll put their dick at anything. They're the best at sex, our local homosexuals. And so if you're going to be that talented at sex, I mean, there's sometimes that comes with a cost. You could be having so much sex that you could be transmitting a terrible infection and you just don't want that. Now, the health department goes there and says, hey, you guys, you guys going to fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, you might want to put on a condom. Okay. Hey, thanks. Thank you, Miss Health Department. I appreciate that. And then that, you know, keeps the spread of disease low because people are going to screw. Well, Ottawa County doesn't like that type of like, uh, but the Ottawa impact piece of shit, they don't like that type of uh, upfront nomenclature. All right. They don't like, you know, getting in front of things. And I can't think of a better place to encourage people to practice safe sex than like, a pride parade. I mean, you know how it is. In the pride parade, everybody parties during the day and then dicks are going in butts after. And even more than that, there's a lot of sex that's going to happen post-parade. And I I love communities that encourage people to not get sick. That's That's what you want. Uh, mediocrity Dave writes in terms of an Ottawa County County slogan, instead of let freedom ring, the sexiest gaze is much better than let freedom ring. Tyler says people are out there shooting ropes full of STD. Kenny adds, there's no way that money doesn't somehow come from taxpayers. Well, I hope Sarah Leach finds out. So that is where we are today. A gigantic story. I should get my pal Joe Spalding in here. Who is, um, I mean, this guy is, you've heard him before, uh, is on the front line. I just sent him a text that says incoming that allows him to get to a, whatever. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't even know what he does for a living. He might even live with his parents. Uh, he is one of the people that is, uh, helping, um, lead the charge in the recall of, um, hello. Hey buddy, it's easy. How are you? Pretty good, easy. How's it going over there? Not bad. I was just really taking a deep dive on the uh, um, payout to Adeline Hambly offer. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you know what's interesting is uh, I was reading Sarah Leach's article. The initial salvo by Adeline's lawyer was she wants her job. Um, she wants to help look for the new deputy. It was all like, uh, Ottawa impact could have just said, all right, let's start over. Like she gave, they gave her the out or they, she, she gave them the out and they said, no, we'd rather give you $4 million. 
Yeah, and it's like I, a normal person thinks that when they're going into a lawsuit, like they want to not lose a whole giant shit ton of money. Um, but they were thinking the exact backwards because these people are, um, you know, completely ass backwards. Wow. So the um, the it's it's incredible that that amount of money, the four point one million dollars, is um, about the amount of money that they wanted to slash from her budget, which is what really put this all into high gear um, when when they decided to do that. And yeah, that that's poetic. It absolutely is poetic. Not to mention this Manseri, the deputy, she gets a paid vacation till the end of January. And on top of that, $123,000. I mean, this is incredible. I think the only losers are the people in Ottawa County. Oh yeah. Taxpayers are just uh, going to get uh, steamrolled by this. And, uh, you know, Marsha is one of the, one of the best people in the County. She's a, she's a wonderful woman. Um, and if you watch uh, ABC news, put out seven minutes, uh, nationally on, on Ottawa County and they interviewed her a little bit and she used to be a Republican for pretty much her entire life. Uh, they're, her and her husband are deep, deeply religious as far as I knew. Um, um, and, uh, they, they're, they're just the nicest people. And now they're getting not, not just, it's not just that they are getting that paid vacation on taxpayer dime. We're locked out of their experience in, in the right. uh, amount. Yeah. What they have to offer the County. So now we get AC repairman and his fat wife to run the health department. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way that that looks. But again, he has to go through state approval and the state has to approve him before he can be seated uh, in that position. And I don't know, maybe we'll get extraordinarily lucky and we'll actually have a process for uh, selecting uh, a health director that's in public. And maybe that can be okay. uh, some semblance of a, a reset. But I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, the the four million, according to Sarah Leach, she wrote it comes from the insurance authority's fund reserved for claims, which has a fund balance of twenty three million dollars. I wonder where what the source of the twenty three million in is. Is that just over time a little bit of tax dollars to build it up? But I I, I guess I'm not sure where that source of that money is. So that would be my guess. Um, but the, the thing that concerns me about that is if you read the article, if they would have gone full on to trial and they would have gotten a, a judgment, uh, the insurance company would have had to cover everything above one million and our tax dollars, that insurance, that uh, that um, resource would have been drained only one million. Right. So so they decided to jump the gun and cost us, you know, four million, which is the biggest biggest uh, uh, a settlement that's ever happened in the history of Ottawa County. And on top of that, we're still down the looking down the barrel of other lawsuits, uh, including an age discrimination, discrimination lawsuit against John Gibbs for uh, saying that he wanted someone young that he could control and give orders. Right. To. He brought uh, that, he brought that intern guy in, whatever that fucking guy that I, I forgot his name. And then, yeah, the, cause there's an older guy who said, well, wait a minute, I'm incredibly more qualified than that punk. And he got the job. Why? And that's a fair question. Yeah. The the one thing that is interesting to me is that the Kalman Legal Group was able to successfully convince their client because it was very clear to everybody else that the wrongful termination suit would have been a disaster. Um, and maybe it would have been seen as a bigger disaster from their point from a PR perspective. But there's not, no getting around the size of the figure, the $4 million. And that's something every taxpayer and every voter is going to be thinking about next November Jesus. and then in district two in May. 
What is your next uh, target at the next time you have a chance to speak public comment? Because, I mean, do you just recap this to the board? What do you, what, what do you think is going to be your uh, next talking point that you want to discuss in front of these losers? Well, like it's important for that audience, like when I'm speaking that we're doing that, I'm saying things that um, one directly counter what, what, what was happening, what's going on. But more importantly, I think um, from a practical standpoint, as we start approaching the election year, uh, we want to be uh, we want to be giving their the people that are thinking about supporting them uh, more reasons to not support them or right. more reasons to turn against them. And so those those are really easy things to do when we just bring up that four million dollar figure. So I expect a lot of people are going to be talking about that four million dollar figure. And, uh, you know, uh, for me, uh I, I I really think that that's kind of kind of important, but I also want to mention like talk about the the predictability of all of this because on on one level, I think that somehow Joe Moss and the rest of Auto Impact feel like they're playing some sort of four dimensional chess, but they're really just thrashing in every direction and singing the entire state Republican Party with them because Christina Caramo is also having a meltdown as we're speaking. Right. I was re- seeing that they, that they, they, that they want her out. Uh, yeah. Now, and, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. There, there's just like, and it's not like, I'm, it's not like there's anybody over here saying that we want, we want Democrats to control the entire state up and down. That's not something that's being said. Uh, you know, in Ottawa County, we want, and at this point it becomes super clear. We want a County commission. That's not going to bleed taxpayers dry, regardless of party. But, you know, we're, we're still a fairly conservative right. community. Absolutely. And, and what they're doing is an affront to that conservatism. And I think that's the point that I want to be making. Well, yeah, that's that, I'm glad you point that out, because uh, if you just take a look at it, people might say, oh, he's a big lefty. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a very conservative community and we want governance that isn't led by um, uh, uh, motivation to for revenge and things which is what this is this is revenge politics it's not there it's exactly right and and uh and I, I think that that's important to point out too so i like how you uh the idea of at those public comment that's an opportunity to spread the word about why you need to get these people it's like a, it's like a campaign speech every time they have a uh, uh on on behalf of normal thinking people uh every time they have a public comment moment yeah, and I mean, the issues are absolutely serious, and at the local level, they, they directly impact us. But from a structural level, when those, when those uh, speeches are being given, it's not that big of a stretch um, to, to compare it to, like, a wrestling promo. It really can be seen that way um, in, in the way that, like, the, the audience is, is – um, there's, you know, one speaker and there's the audience around them. And then there's the, the indirect impact of what's being said down the line. And I think that especially with um, the ability to clip video and spread it on the, on social media yep. across the board and different platforms, I think that's kind of really, really changed the nature of how these public comments work, um, you know, yeah. across the country, but especially when they're needed, like in Ottawa County. All right. This is uh, this is all good. I uh, sorry that I always just spring it on you. You know, I don't give you a heads up. I usually just like, hey, I should get Joe's take on this. That's usually the way it goes in my brain. I apologize for that. No, no, it's it's awesome, Easy, and I, I really I I think it's wonderful that you think that that I'm able to you know off the cuff 
have these conversations because, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to have these. I'd love to be able to prep for them, but I'm happy to give my thoughts on no, top my head as well. You're so. skilled. It's, you're skilled. It's just a conversation. I know that you can. I know that you can handle it. Otherwise, I wouldn't put you in this position. So, I, I, good, good <laughs> job as always. Uh, appreciate it. Well, uh, I, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're going to do, um, and we're looking forward to uh, removing Lucy Ebel in May uh, at, at this recall election. We're going to find out on Tuesday of next week if uh, from the county that our uh, count of signatures is valid, and we're, you know, yeah. be on the ballot unless uh, they can challenge enough signatures in five days. Do they actually have to look at the signature, compare where the person lives, or, like, uh, vet it out, like, one by one? Is that how they do that? Yeah, so the county has two weeks where they have to do that, and uh, they know that they have the right number of signatures, and they go through and they count them across the qualified voter file. Um, so they compare it to the qualified voter file, address, and name. And if they're a registered voter, they check the signature, and uh, that's the last step for wow. them. Now, yeah, they have to do that the whole stack, and they Jesus. have to get, get the full. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but then they have 14 days. Lucy and her lawyers have five days at the end of that. Okay. All right. Well, if they want to challenge, they have to do the same thing. So. And, and that and that all ends Tuesday. Uh, so the the fourteen days okay. the county has ends ends Tuesday. Okay. And then Lucy has five days after that. Yep, to challenge. And then after that five days, um, it's uh, very unlikely that we're not going to be on the ballot. All right. It's very likely that we will be. Uh, you, until Larry, I said hi. We haven't spoken yet, but he's the guy who um, filed this. Uh, uh, he got the ball rolling on the whole uh, Lucy Ebel thing. Yeah, and I mean, like, I can tell Larry you said hi. I can also, uh, you know, see if he can uh, wants wants to have a conversation with you down the road. But uh, yeah, Larry's a good guy, and uh, he definitely filed those papers. So I don't like black people. I'm kidding. I, I doubt I'm, that's, I'm kidding. I doubt that's true. <laughs> I think you would have been stabbed um, growing up if that were I'm true. Totally kidding. So, All right, buddy. Yeah. Hey, man, it was good. It was good to hear your voice. Yeah, take care, easy. All right, man. See ya. There you go. Joe Spaulding. What a, what a legend. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing 
powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, I got to get Kyle from uh, a company that used to uh, market themselves on the podcast. That concludes the Ottawa impact portion of the show. I knew that was going to be a big hitter. Those fucking assholes. Oh my God. Well, hello, Eric Zane. Well, uh, well, hello, Eric Zane. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo! Hey, what's going on? How are you? How are you? What's what's life going or what's going on in your world? Oh, uh, you just fucking just chilling, dude. Um, busy week. Um, but I'll tell you what, going on uh, a little tiny little vacation with the fam to Frankenmuth uh, this weekend. So, oh, really? That's what we got going on, baby. You know, you might see uh, my beloved better half up there. Oh, really? Yes. You might, she, you she might going there? I think so. That's the rumor. Uh, I think it's like, <laughs> that, that's the rumor. Huh? Yeah. You know how, yeah, I don't know if you're uh, has blue ever done the, um, Hey, I'm going out with the ladies. Hey, I'm going out with the ladies for the weekend or that they, they go on like a girl's trip. Yeah. Okay. So we, Oh, you know what? Let me think about this. Cause no, I don't think she's gone on like a girl's trip yet. I know one, one was being planned for a while and I don't know what the fuck happened with that, to be honest with you. But, um, they did what she did in lieu of that since, uh, Jameson's so young. Um, she would do this thing where her and her friends would get together like once a month or something and d- yeah. do these things called ABC dinners where they just like go to a restaurant like, uh, but that has to start with the letter of the alphabet that they're on or oh. you know, some, some, some girly shit like that or whatever. But yeah, they used to do that. Um, and then, you know, they're women. So they got sick of each other after a while. So they stopped doing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, yeah, well that's, that's what's happening in my world. Queen of the forest is like, I think we're going to go Frankenmuth. We're going to go shopping. We're going to do this, that, and the other thing. And then, uh, so I think, and then she, uh, uh, like I asked her, like, hey, what are you doing? She goes, I already told you. I already told you. Why don't you listen to me? Oh, man. Do you ever have that happen where she, like, accuses you of not listening to her? Uh, I mean, it's, it's. I feel like I probably on a consensus for all the guys out there listening. I feel like it's probably like the number one argument that we all get into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hundred percent of the time I get my ass chewed out for, uh, for not listening, but it's not that I'm not listening. It's like, um, it's like, I, I call it like justice. You know what I mean? Um, because like when, she, when she wants to not listen to what I'm saying, it's totally fine. So like, sometimes I'll just purposely not be listening. You know, you know what I mean? Yep. 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 I, I, you know, the thing is, you know what she does late, uh, lately to me is she, um, if I'm ha- if she's having a conversation with 
like say my daughter about her uh-huh. plan to go to Frankenmuth and I'm in the room, she assumes I'm listening. So uh, it, it, the other day she goes, hey, I'm going to Frank. I go, well, I didn't know you're going to Frank. I, was, I told you. I go, wait a minute. You did? Yes. I was talking to Jackie and you were right there. And I'm like, now hold on a minute here. You you just you do that all the time. You just assume that because I'm in the room, I'm paying. That's not true at all. I, I'm my mind is other places. I could be doing something. I uh, I mean, I, just because I'm in the room doesn't mean I'm like paying attention to what you're fucking telling me. I or, know she wasn't even telling me. She was telling Jackie. Oh man, and yeah, and then and then you're getting a bunch of guff for that, and then like this inner, this little, this little tiny anger like builds inside of you of like, how the fuck, how am I in trouble for this? You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right. So she, uh, and then like just today, um, so she, this that conversation between her and I just happened. So just moments ago, when I was getting ready to start the show, she came in and she goes, "Listen, I have plans." <laughs> she goes, "I want you to listen to me." I go, "Okay," and she says, uh, "After school." I have to go do this. And then after that, I'm doing that. And then I'm going to get a drink with Liz. And I go, okay, sounds good. She goes, did you get that? And she's doing it like insulting, like I'm an Uh, idiot, like I'm a dumb fuck. And I go, I got it because you're telling me. If you just say (laughs) it. Oh, yeah, I told you. If like I'm in the house, she thinks I'm I'm like, I'm not even in the room. What the fuck is wrong with you? So, oh man, that's your, I can't believe you got that. Did you get that? Oh man, that be I mean, oh, yeah. I'd be furious. Oh, I wanted to punch her right in the stomach. <laughs> oh man, I hope I hope I do see her in, in Frankenmuth this weekend. I'll try to come up with like like I'll just like because I, I know what she looks like. I, I'll just like kind of like just come up behind her if I see her and just I'll say some some mean shit right? in, your, in your support. Isn't it crazy to think that you spoke with her first before I ever spoke with you? I know, yeah, yeah, and straight up, that's 100% how it worked, and yeah. then she just said, I'm done with you, just talk to my husband, don't talk to me no more. Well, yeah, it was <laughs> It was like, she goes, hey, I just hired this nice this nice boy, he has a dumpster. I go, oh, okay, and then you're there in the driveway, and uh, we, we hit it off right away, this is years ago, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, this guy's cool. And then that's it, you know what, and then right, right then, right then, we hadn't even discussed any business any business and i was like right away this guy's got to be funny this guy is a is a goddamn talent <laughs> that's how, that's how people describe me usually no they don't they just say shit like he's probably autistic that's oh, what they yeah. usually say about me <laughs> <laughs> well only the, the most entertaining people are have a little bit of the tism and i i think i might and that's yeah good. i you think you what? do too it's- i think you do too Oh, for sure. When you, when like, when, as I've gotten older and like, you, like when you're little, like you just don't, you don't want to learn about it. You know what I mean? You're like, I do, I don't want to learn about autism because you know, I just, I don't want it to be me. You know what right. I mean? But, like as I got older and I, and like, I started like researching based on what I was telling you about when uh, my nephew got diagnosed with um, right. the old Aspies. So I started checking it out and I'm like, oh yeah, like I definitely got it. But then I started extrapolating it further and I was like, oh fuck. I was like, my dad's definitely got it uh-huh. i'm like i'm pretty sure my mom's got it i'm like one of my uncles definitely got it and i'm like my grandma who just passed away i'm like she definitely had it i just you start like fucking like doing a little little analysis and you're yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah dude people in my family are fucked dude yeah <laughs> yeah I, I firmly believe that out of all of my family um the the slight degree of tism sprinkling that i have has allowed everything to be fun and interesting 
I mean, I prefer it. <laughs> I actually prefer it. I'm I'm so happy that I have some of the tism. I know, and you know what? This is just a fucking. This is just a little like a like a life philosophy. But that's actually the thing that bums me out the most about like the planet Earth or human beings is like, yeah, like. People like me, like I like to have a good fucking time. You know what I mean? I like to I like to say some some controversial, funny stuff and like get some laughs and have a good time. But then you always got like some dude who's like, you need to take this seriously. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it's like, shut I up. Mean, I don't know if I have to. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't and then like you start thinking about. I'm like, yeah, the alternative to, you know, my potential condition is like, what if I was just like a boring, like regular, like, you know what I mean? Like, what if like when I walked into a room, everybody was just like, nah, fuck, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when I was in fifth grade and Mr. Palo was discussing, you know, whatever the fuck it is on the blackboard and I take the erasers and smash them into the face of the girls that have asthma, no one's going to remember <laughs> No one's going to remember what he was teaching. They're only going to remember me banging the erasers in Jenny Markuzik's face. <laughs> that's some classic shit right there. You see, that's, that's talent. That's, that's, you know, you're, you're, you're standing out above the crowd. It's fucking great. And that's, and you're probably, you might even be solely responsible for the public school system switching from uh, blackboards to whiteboards. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the old erasers. Holy shit. Um, all right. So uh, the the I'm wearing my Lions hoodie right now, and they oh, yeah. they 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 just came off of the bye, and I was reading that um, that the whole team is very healthy right now. They're finally all able to play. So that means if they go to San Diego and fuck this up, everybody's going to be furious. I know, I know, and that, you know what, like. It, Especially since we're just my brain. This is what my brain just did, Eric Zane. And like I was listening to you, I caught everything you said, but like the tism kicked in a little bit, and you said coming off the buy, and immediately my brain like came up with like a response that I would just say right then, which is oh. coming off coming off the buy is better than coming on the buy. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. Like why? Like why does this have to happen to me, Eric Zane? I don't because know. Because we're talking about football, and here I am. It's just like my brain's like, no, 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 that's, say this. That's it. That's the way it is. That's a Again, sprinkle of the of the Aspie. And by the way, it's I forgot I, I fucked up. It's Los Angeles Chargers. What with with by the way, what a pile of shit. No one I goes know. to those games. I know, and like I, I, I get it. Like in some respects, like you know, so you know, you got like the fucking Rams in like the '80s or whatever, and you're out in LA, and you're just like railing coke, and like life's good. <laughs> and then the fucking football team is like, you know what, we're gonna move to fucking St. Louis, and so you're probably butthurt about that. Like I would be butthurt if like the Lions moved like some other city, you know what I mean? And then so you know, then you like got like a whole generation of like families who like you know, like now you're in like a whole different generation, and then you gotta move back. Yeah, it's it's rough, dude. You it, know what I mean? It's remarkable that only in California you can have such an enormous city that no one gives a shit about football for some reason, yet you have two football teams and a gigantic, very expensive stadium that no one no one goes to to watch to watch the games. There will be no no lie, more Lions fans at the Detroit Lions LA Chargers game than uh, there will be Chargers fans. No, oh, they better be, dude. Yeah, and you know the reason why they left San Diego is because the the um, this is one of those cases where the team told this community to build a stadium, 
which uh-huh. they didn't. And I love that because typically that's up to the taxpayers to pay for it. I don't understand why these teams that are worth billions of dollars, why the owner of the team doesn't build a goddamn stadium. Why is that? Why is that un, like impossible? Can you imagine if like uh, whatever business you can think of like Meyer, if Meyer said, okay, uh, we're going to keep this store in Grand Rapids, but Grand Rapids has to build the store. People would say, fuck you. What are you talking about? I don't understand I know. That. It's straight up. I know. Like, when you get, it's it's just the fucking, it's the rich people. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, you imagine, I don't even know the, I'm thinking of the NBA now, I, I think, actually. But, like, one of the owners in the NBA is, like, I don't even know. Like, worth, like, just, like, a lot of billions of dollars. You know what I mean? And, like, can you imagine just, like, having that much money and you're just, like, you know what? I want the fucking poor people to pay for this shit yeah. or, you know, for half of this shit. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like if you want us to stay, it's like, don't be a douchebag, dude. Like just let us watch some football and some basketball, dude. The Illich family did that with little Caesars arena. And, uh, and it was paid for by, uh, the city of Detroit primarily. And it, oh. it it's a total disaster. The, the, uh, the owner of the Pistons wants out as soon as the lease is up, he's going to move the fuck out of there. And probably, oh, really? yeah, that that's the word move to another place in Detroit. No one even goes to the piston game. The team sucks shit too. So fuck. Yeah. I know. They're like, they're like, they're like pack it up, dude. We're moving back to the fucking landfill in Auburn Hills, baby. Yeah. I, still can't, <laughs> I can't believe that stadium's gone. They like ripped it down. Like the second dude. the pistons left, it's gone. Straight up, like, and I don't even know if I told you about this, but, um, I'm not, and to be honest with you, I don't even know how long ago this was now, but, um, me and, and Blue and our friends, we went to, uh, over to that side, uh, to go to, like, the Top Golf and, like, just have, like, a, like, a little weekend away. Yeah. And, um, yeah, our hotel was, like, like, right on that strip where the palace was, and, like, we were just driving by it and like all these like just like these memories were just like flooding back of like Pistons games and like I'm like yeah it's just fucking it's eerie you know, you know what I mean and then get this the fucking um, we didn't think about it well I didn't book the hotel but um, the, my uh, my best friend's wife booked it and like she was like yeah let's like right by Topgolf like not a big deal but we were trying to like get a ride to like a restaurant you know and um, like from an Uber and the, the guy at the hotel at the front desk was like I wouldn't do it if I were you and we're like what do you mean he was like nobody like nobody comes over here like so you're not going to be able to get a ride back and i'm oh, like what you know? oh, so, yeah, no. it's dead over there when i was growing up we used to go to piston games at the silver dome oh and hell yeah i would have loved to do that holy shit so they they put up this enormous curtain okay dividing yeah. the thing in half and it's still so goddamn big and we're sitting up <laughs> there in the asshole seats for like five bucks and you can't see dick i mean it's you're so <laughs> far away and there oh was, yeah for sure there there, there there there's no jumbotron that you can see because it's all low uh res i mean it was uh, before fiber optics you know that didn't even exist yeah. so it's basically you know uh sixty thousand people looking at like a 10 inch tv <laughs> oh man it would have been sick though it was it was horrible you couldn't even see anything it was guy like why am i even here <laughs> yeah so I, stupid. I saw um uh i've seen like uh articles i guess you'd say of like various i think it's mostly baseball stadiums maybe but like when they just like build like chairs like right behind the column you know what i mean like, right have you, you see you know what i'm talking yeah, about like, the, uh, how, how the fuck does that happen the obstructed view seats yeah, yep. 
uh, right now, right now I'm actually, um, uh, as, as we speak about it, I was, uh, uh, sharing on the video stream, a, uh, image of what the, they would configure the stadium. And it was, <laughs> it was just weird looking. And then the picture I'm showing doesn't have the curtain, but God damn, oh. they, they almost like had to build a stadium within the stadium. Yeah, straight up. Because I, I remember I went, um, me and my dad, like back, you know, I was like young. So, like, I, I missed, like, the bad boy Pistons and, like, you know, when they would play there before the palace, uh, before they moved to the palace. And I remember, like, I saw a picture, like, the, like a camera guy must have been, like, under the hoop. And it was, like, a picture, like, facing up of, like, Isaiah Thomas doing, like, a layup. And you could see, like, the silver dome roof, like, you know, yeah. in the distance behind him. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, trying to shoot a bad basketball when the roof is that high you know i feel like it would just throw off all your depth and you'd just be fucking like throwing the ball into the stands accidentally you know what i mean yeah it was, but it was like just like it blew, blew my mind seeing that pick uh all right so uh anything else burning on your brain kyle um no the, the only thing i gotta say eric zane is oh fuck actually you know what i kept forgetting to bring up um I wanted to talk to this like maybe two or three weeks ago. So it's old news now. But did you hear about that one bitch? Like that fucking old lady who um, was like 104 or something. And she was like was skydiving and like the fucking Guinness World Records was going to be like, hey, you're, you're like, you're the oldest lady that ever skydived. But she fucking died before they could get there to give her the plaque. Did you fucking hear about this? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Yes. <laughs> 104-year-old woman dies a week after possibly breaking a world record. Oh, no. Yeah, can you fucking imagine, dude? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I see the image of her in the plane. She's thumbs up. She looks pretty She looks pretty good. And then... This lady This lady's actually my fucking... I like this fucking lady, because get this. Like, somewhere in the article, it says, like, she started skydiving when she was 100. And I'm like, are you fucking... Like, can you imagine, like, the amount of paperwork you'd have to fill out right. like, with that company to release liability? It'd be like, listen, you're a fucking 100, so this is not going to probably go well, so you got to sign these fucking forms dude now it, it, <laughs> what's interesting it says that the the former record was some lady in sweden who was 103 now does that mean that this one is not confirmed because the lady croaked yeah that's that's why i wanted to talk about it i'm like i'm trying to get into like the, the deep dark conspiracy theories here and like figure out what the fuck's gonna happen you know yeah I mean? maybe like, like big skydiving killed her or something like that <laughs> big sky yeah oh yeah dude. big parachute you know I mean? or like you got fucking like, uh, like, or maybe like, maybe like Joe Biden is like related to the hundred and three year old lady, and he was like, "Hey, we gotta fucking do something about that." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. something's going on here. Like, you can't just be, you can't just like start skydiving with your when you're a hundred, and then skydive for four years, like no problem, and then just suddenly you're croaking. I don't know, dude. Something's crazy here. Have you ever <laughs> been? Have you ever been in the presence of someone who is well into their nineties and they seem fine? Like they look good, they think well, they they can talk, they don't sound like an idiot, they can eat, they got their teeth, they actually it's it's really something. I've I've been in the presence of a couple people over the years who are of advanced age and you just get the impression that they're gonna live for about another thirty years. Yeah, straight. that was my, uh, not my most recent grandma that died, but the one before that. Yeah, she was, let's see here, she was, I think, 93. 
Um, when she died, yeah, same deal, dude. She was just fucking, just or just talk to you regular, like you know, she didn't sound like she was nuts or nothing. Right, right. And then yeah, when she they went to she went to the hospital, they were like, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but you have like colon cancer and have had it for like twenty years. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I guess that fucking sucks. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's pretty badass, dude. That is incredible. Chris in the chat writes, my grandma was like that right up until she died at 94. Uh, but then there's also people like my grandmother. Um, I remember like when she was like my age and I think she, she may, at least I thought she was about 97 when she was 53. <laughs> she was so fucked up at a young, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this old lady? Oh, Jesus Christ. It was terrible. And then she lived for like another 30 years and it was like she was 150 it felt like when she when she finally died. Oh my god. It's a it's a weird science, you know what I mean? Like cuz whenever you see like those people who live to be like oh like way beyond the norm, you know what I mean? It's like what do you do? And like you get like some guy that'd be like, "Yeah, I drink whiskey whiskey every day or whatever." And like some other person would be like, "Yeah, I slam chocolate every day." And you're like, "What? Like that that's your fucking secret?" And they're like, "I don't fucking know, yeah. but that's what I'm doing." Yep. And it's, it's menthols, so weird. menthols yeah. and whiskey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Um all right. Well, look I always enjoy our time. I told you it was. What did I say this Thursday was? What did I describe it to you? Oh, yeah. You said, uh, let me fucking look it up, Eric Zane, because it it was funny. Um, You said fucking. Okay, let me get to it. That's all right. That's all right. Take your time. You said yo yo as always. That's that's how that's how we start conversations. Yep, yep. We did it with yo yo yo. You said Thursday is cobweb pussy Thursday. You down? <laughs> and I said I said all right. Yeah, I said Hillary Clinton Thursday. Gotcha. I'm in. <laughs> there we go. Okay, give my best to the family. Uh, have a good day dumpstering, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you very very soon. All right. Hell yeah. Love you guys. Deuces. Peace. There you go. Kyle from a uh, company that used to market on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, quite a talent. That's the thing. You do the podcast. You have to recognize the talent. He is a pure form talent. Tomorrow, I have another one of those. Rick from TC Paintball. I wonder if he's here right now. Rob T. I don't know you. There's a there's you know only, only a handful of people that actually ch- um, comment on the chat. A lot of people enjoy it and just remain quiet, and that's totally fine. But it's 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 remarkable because I just uh, let's see, Mark Zink. Mm, I don't think I've ever speak, spoken to you. Purple girl two, maybe I don't know. Rob T. Nope. Uh, R-O-G-U-E-G. I don't know what that is. Stefan Hyde is here. Stefan doesn't talk that much. V-M-Y-K. James P-W-Z-A-F. You need to say more. Gonzalez, 1969. Want to hear from you. Gene Rick Rang K. Come on now. You can you can do some chatting. Galas 3111. DRP 7255. Drapsnat. Debvis. Commander Root. I don't think that's related to Dean Root. ASMR underscore M-I-Y-U. 
Another viewer. I hope some of these aren't bots. They probably are. Well, nevertheless. Chatters versus viewers. Kenny says Commander is part of Twitch. I don't know what you mean by that. Corey says, you can do some chatting. Bitches out people that talk too much. But he wrote, talk too nigh. Commander Root is a bot. Linda says, come on, lurkers. We are a friendly bunch. Gonzalez, 1969, says, talk about the GOP train wreck last night. LOL. All right, this is the extent of what I'll talk about. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy took personal shots at Nikki Haley and said something about her daughter and said something sexist. She put that ugly foreigner in his place. I don't want him to win because he looks weird. And you know what? It's really wasted breath to talk about that. Why would anybody care about the GOP debate when these people are all afterthoughts? The only thing interesting to talk about the GOP debate is when moments like that happens or we can talk about uh, uh, fucking uh, Ron DeSantis and his stupid boots. Gonzalez, 1969, said she called him scum. Cool. I mean, that's great. But again, it's a bunch of nobodies. It's Trump and everybody else. I don't like that. I don't wish that to happen. But let's be honest here. He's got it sewn up. They shouldn't even have the debate. If they really wanted somebody other than Joe Biden in office, they should all agree at the same time uh, to get out of the race and endorse Trump. That's what they should do. They have no shot of beating him. Why bother? And if at the end of the day they had to choose between Trump or Biden, they would choose Trump. We'll just get behind him now. You have no shot. All right. I'm going to take a quick break. Go potty. And I'll be back. Uh, Corey writes, Eric, watch that parking lot brawl video. Yeah, we broke that down already. What are you, where you been? Talking about the, uh, all the chicks scantily clad, barely dressed fighting. And you call yourself a fan. That's what you're, you sent it to me. We played it. Where were you, dumbass? Troll face. Maybe if you spent a little less time with your stupid troll faces and actually subscribing to the show and watching it instead of writing dumb jokes that no one laughs at and stupid troll faces, you might actually get part of what we talk about from time to time. By the way, four straight chats in a row like that. That's a yellow card. Now five. All right, you've just earned a timeout, just like that. How did you make? Incredible. What a turn of events. You've had that one coming for a while. Hey, Eric, did you talk about that brawl I sent you? Why, yes, I did. Where were you? And then he fouls it up with five straight fucking messages. 
Yeah, don't clutter the chat with shit, dumb fuck. God damn. All right, you've just earned a spot. The new rankings for four horsemen of annoying. I forgot what I did last time. It was Amanda. Okay, it was Amanda and um, <clears throat> Brandis. Brandis was such a grumpy ass yesterday. Oh, God, that whole abortion bitch. It's so funny. So funny. <laughs> and then Amanda was just like, I, 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 get, hey, I get what you're doing. You're just straddling the fence. <laughs> oh, that was fucking brutal, you two. So annoying. Get the fucking out. Get out of the way. Shut up. All right. The power rankings go like this. Four horsemen of annoying. First of all, Kenny's not on it. I have three for sure. Brandis, uh, Corey, and uh, Amanda. Definitely on it. Rare. If in a rare moment, I have a vacant spot. We need another member of the show audience to be part of the four horsemen of annoying. Uh, I'd say right now, Corey's number one. And then uh, Amanda and Brandis are two and three, but they're the same. I, I Actually, I'll make Amanda number one because of lifetime achievement. Uh, Corey, I'll put him at the top because he's just annoying. Amanda is too, but it's a day old and she hasn't been annoying. Well, she's been kind of annoying today. If she's chatting, she's annoying. And Brandis, because it was just embarrassingly juvenile, what she was complaining about yesterday. It's just horrible. God damn it. Grow up. Uh, Tyler says, Corey is number one. I must have missed something. Well, you see, the thing is when you're a pain in the ass like Corey, you don't have to do a lot. To just vault to the top. Like Kenny, right now he's in the clear. But if he says one fucking comment, one, because of lifetime achievement, which holds a lot of sway, boom, right up there. Okay? And there, of the all the audience members, uh, Corey, Amanda, and Kenny have the l- most lifetime achievement. They don't have to do much to be put right to the top. Pains in the ass. Um, a little bit more about Michigan cheating and uh, college football. Uh, you know, I I think this has been great. I, yes, I'm very happy that called. all of this has happened, all this cheating, because uh, it's really created a wonderful dynamic of conversation on this show. Um, you got people saying bullshit that Michigan didn't do anything. Now, in my opinion, the NCAA finding that they did nothing wrong is really all you need. Did they? Did Michigan cheat? Yes, of course. But they did a great job cheating. Not only were they successful at it for a long period of time, but when it came down to it, the buck stopped at Connor Stallions. There's no other proof. They skate, and that's the best way to cheat. If you are going to cheat... You better goddamn be sure that you cheat well. 
and damn right they did. There is no proof that Michigan did anything. End of story. It's over. So now it's to a point where the Big Ten is discussing whether or not they will punish Michigan, which Michigan now has all the cards. Okay? They're not going to be punished. But if they are punished, they're going to sue, and they will win. So all we can hope for now is that Michigan loses on the football field. That will uh, supplant all of this and will become the number one thing that people care about. If they beat them on the football field, if Penn State is feeling full-on rapey and gives them the Sandusky at midfield, that's what we want to happen. Michigan to lose. All right. Linda says Harbaugh already missed three huge games this year. I suspect you're being sarcastic because they were garbage games. So we want Michigan to lose on this show. The only people who want Michigan to win are Joe Martinez. I think the Kuypers brothers. And I'm not sure who else uh, wants Michigan to win. But in my opinion, they cheated. They were successful at it. Now, the only way that this writes the universe is if they lose. Okay? So, that's what we have to keep our fingers crossed about. Michigan losing. Um... So I just got distracted. Uh, this has been a topic on all with all the talking heads. And yesterday there was a moment on uh, ESPN on the Paul Feinbaum show, where it was Feinbaum, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Chris Russo, and I don't know who the lady is. She doesn't really get involved. But it's pretty much a screaming match between Stephen A. and Chris Russo about Michigan. It's worth checking out. I'm glad it's only a minute 47 because this is fucking insane. Yeah, if you're going to talk Michigan, you got to do it alone. You got to do it like this. You can't have like a discussion because people who uh, have the, uh, the opposite point of view, all they do is scream. This is how it went on ESPN. Beat Ohio State. Yes. He should not coach the rest of the year. I'm, I'm with you. So Talk about Harbaugh. Play, right. Even though they, yes. they, they had an event. Yes. yes. Even though There's they had an event. players on that team. Yes, Steven. Well, what about the other players on the other team? They're going to lose anyway, Steven. It was 42 how do you know that? in these games. How do you know that? Look at the chick. She's just... She, fine Bob's laughing. Hot chick is... I think she's scared. All right? Let me start it over. Beat Ohio State. Yes, he should not coach the rest of the year. I'm, I'm with you. So the players to play, right. even though they, yes. they, they had an event. Yes, yes. Even though There's they had an event. players on that team. Okay, I think they're saying they should. Michigan should play, but Harbaugh shouldn't be there. Yes, Steven. Well, what about the other players on the other team? They're going to lose anyway, Steven. It was 42 you know that? in these games. How do you know that? How, How do, do you know Green? that? Bowling Green was going to beat Michigan State. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the players from the other that that 
Oh, could be eligible Rutgers, for the college no, football player. No, he's talking Michigan's about the CFP. He's somebody. talking about the CFP spot that they're going to take a spot yes. from a team but that they didn't won the games about. anyway, Steve. Alabama. Well, Paul, Bob. Alabama. From what Paul said, we're not so sure that would have happened. He was struggling Oregon. as a coach, yeah. and then I'm the, talking about then this year particularly. Yeah. Rutgers, Illinois, Purdue. No, I'm Nebraska. not talking about these teams stink. I'm talking about who's going to be robbed. I'm talking about who's going to be robbed of a college football playoffs because Michigan is in. Hey. I'm not talking about the Bowling Greens. I'm Oregon. talking about somebody that's going to be left on the outside. Oregon, go beat Washington. Alabama, go beat Georgia. Texas, go do your thing and you won't be robbed. Fine. Take care of your Fine. own thing. So they're arguing about something that they're not even sure is going to happen in the first place. You and what if wrong. they do and they still wrong. don't? And what if they do? What if they do and still don't get in because Michigan gets to be Okay, so... Yeah, if that if there are more than four unbeaten teams that guard and can go to the college football playoff, or then the idea that Michigan gets in and could be, you know, have cheated their way into a spot ahead of them. What if, if, that you, susp- if you suspend Harbaugh now and they beat Penn I'll State, stop Ohio I'll State? Stop it. No, I'll stop. That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. It don't make you're no lost. sense what you're you saying. You're, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. I don't care what you well, say. Let me just wrong. get it on a record. You're, you're saying suspend him or fire him? Suspend him. Don't fire him. You can't fire him. Suspend him. Oh, you don't even talk about firing him. Suspend you don't even talk about firing him. That's painful enough. Paul agrees. Suspend him. For who? What do you mean? He's probably going to Cancun and send us some tequila or something. Games. He's talking about. All right. Shut up, you assholes. No one's suspending anybody. It's already been uh, uh, proven by the NCAA. This guy hasn't done shit. There is no paper trail. As good as they are at football... They are even better at cheating. Uh, Kenny writes, they must have their own version of Zane mode activated. Well, hold on a minute here. We all know, Kenny, that on this show, there's two different people. Okay. Now, I don't know if there's a Chris Russo when he's not on the mic. If there's a different Chris Russo, maybe his name is completely different. I know that that's what you love. You want Eric Zaituni in here. You don't want Eric Zane. Come on now. Well, at the end of the day, this whole thing is stupid. There's Christopher Russo and Chris Russo. Yeah, it's a big difference. You know? Uh, Linda says scum hasn't played anyone worthwhile yet. Give them an SEC schedule and see what happens. That's true. They haven't played anybody yet. They've played garbage teams and dumb shit Michigan fans like the Kuipers and uh, Joe Martinez think that this is like a dynasty. It isn't. It isn't. The greatest uh, college football program that's ever existed without a doubt, in the modern era, as much as it pains me to say it, is Alabama. Look back on the past two or three decades of football and what they've done. It's a dynasty, more impressive than anything else because you've got a changing landscape of players. 
in and out of that program, some for a very short amount of time, some for one year. I don't like Nick Saban. I think he's an asshole, nor do I like Alabama. But this is no dynasty that they've won nine games against shit teams. Big fucking deal. But the most important game Michigan has played in the last two years has been against TCU last year. And they got their and they got beaten. Fuck them. And now they're in the tough part of their schedule. Two of the three teams are uh contenders. Ohio State undefeated. Penn State only one loss. They lost to Ohio State at Ohio State. Michigan goes to Penn State. Michigan must lose. We need to end this bullshit. Get these fuckers out. Uh, Dave says, at the most, Harbaugh's a cheater. At the very least, he's a bad coach for not knowing what was going on right under his nose. Yeah, Michigan shit. They're going to lose two of the next three. All right. So, and then I can rub it in the face of the Kuypers brothers and Joe Martinez and say, look at you with your peach bowl. Enjoy your peach bowl. Go blue. Ah, yeah, we got, we got the peaches. We're going to the, we're going to the holiday bowl. While the big boys play for the national title. Michigan will finish the year. 10 and 2, losing at Penn State and then at home to Ryan Day. Go, Buckeyes. Go, Buckeyes. Uh, Linda's son, who's a fan of uh, Michigan, will be at my house at noon on Saturday along with his dad. Wait a minute, what's going on there? Is that like a booty call? Your dad is coming... Wait a minute. Your ex-husband is coming over your house? I'm confused. I don't know what's happening. Maybe you can clarify. Uh, Joe Martinez says Ryan Day cannot beat Michigan. Yeah, Linda's getting together with her ex for sex over the weekend. I guess uh, she she writes to see our grandson. Well, I mean, that's what you're saying, but it's probably for sex. By the way, I have not spent even one second talking about the amazing sponsors on this show. It's been just a feast of content for an hour and 48 minutes. The time just flies by. Uh, Thank you to Frank Fuss. If you want to get insurance in the marketplace, you have to get a hold of Frank Fuss. It's that simple. Anywhere in the U.S., licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He can help you navigating healthcare.gov, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Perhaps you need life insurance, and boy, do you, okay? Uh, Who's going to protect the wife, the kids, in the event of something terrible happening? Pay a few bucks a month, 
get coverage that you uh, would need to keep them in a great position to survive if something terrible happens. I've had life insurance since I was uh, 19 years old. My dad made me buy it, and I'm so glad he did. You need life insurance if you have a family. Go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the form, and off you go. You'll have a conversation with Frank. Tell him I said hi. He's awesome. Uh, recently, he uh, met with, um, um, God damn it, South Carolina. Why is this escaping me? Jesus. Also met with Ashley, Hurricane Ashley, from what I understand. Hurricane Ashley, I think, is trying to team up with uh, Amy for a girl power adventure over to Bosco's Pub. They said, hey, we want to come say hi before we scissor. We're going to have a nice meal, and then we're going to make out in the parking lot. And that's probably true. These two are madly in love with each other. Um, and I said, all right, well, next week I work. I may work Monday, Tuesday, Friday, probably Tuesday and Friday, but I don't have confirmation yet. The thing about fucking Doug is he doesn't let me know till like three minutes before I have to go in. Restaurant industry, so fucked. By the way, Patrick in South Carolina. I can't believe that left my brain. Linda says, my ex and I get along for the sake of our son. And we get compliments on how we've handled it. Linda says, he's married. Easy there. Not that I would if he wasn't. Kenny who, you know, Kenny, man, he's had, oh man, bad, bad trouble. He, um, not only was, did it get ugly that led to the, uh, the end of the relationship, but, uh, definitely not on the same page with mom. Kenny says, I don't care what the situation is. I am not ever going to hang out with an ex. Oh yeah. These people heard him. Bad news. Cue the troll face. Corey just fired off a joke. Uh, thank you as well to the Grand Rapids Gold. I'm giving away free tickets on Facebook, drawing at 3 p.m. Like the post, you're in the running for the drawing. If you want tickets, uh, check out the Grand Rapids Gold online. The opener, the uh, first game is Sunday, 3 p.m. Tickets as low as 14 bucks a pop for the games on Thursdays and Fridays, Thursdays and Fridays, $2 beers, $2 dogs. That is awesome. You need to take some time and go see the Grand Rapids Gold play basketball. Holy crap. That is a fantastic time. I love going to the Grand Rapids Gold games and being the PA announcer. We are going to have so much fun this year. Uh, you can even come and see me. I mean, I'm like totally approachable if you can get past the ushers. Uh, come see me while you visit the Grand Rapids Gold. You can also click on the link in the show notes of the audio podcast and uh, get your tickets that way. Uh, find the Grand Rapids Gold online, get your tickets, and I will see you there for the opener coming up on Sunday. Hello to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, the time is now to get a mortgage if you want to get into your home, especially first-time home buyers. You have lots of questions. You don't know what's going on. You've never done this before. For someone like me, 
you know, you get to that closing, they give you a stack of papers. I'm like, I don't even have a pen. I just have a stamp with my signature because it takes like stamp, stamp. You want to read that? I'm not reading it. Fuck you. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S., you can get your mortgage. You can get out of paying rent. Ask Mario uh, for all the details and ask him questions. Tell him I sent you two. Don't forget about Joe Martinez. You have till December 1 to schedule that furnace tune-up, and he is not qualified to run Ottawa County. 616-516-8579. Right now, he is here in the chat talking his nonsense about Michigan football. I don't recommend calling him during the Penn State-Michigan game. He's going to be in a bad mood because Penn State is going to be uh, putting the Sandusky to uh, to Michigan. 616-516-8579. And finally, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The place to get your vehicles repaired in West Michigan. Uh, positioned right in or located right in the middle of Grand Rapids. 616-532-6600. That is where we will be hosting great food giveaway number four. Making the plans right now for that. It's going to be awesome. We'll be teaming up again with the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance. They'll be giving away pet food to needy families. We'll be giving away uh, a complete Christmas dinner. On the week of Christmas at Irvine's. Uh, plans are being made right now and um, details about how you can help forthcoming. Irvine's, our longtime sponsor, 616-532-6600. Okay. A little bit early, done today, but that's all right. I got plenty more where that came from. We have a big fraud Thursday. Stu and I are uh, tentatively doing who are these Ottawa County fascists today. That'll start probably around six o'clock. We'll be a live stream on Patreon. And then we'll follow that up with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast uh, on a big fraud Thursday. Looking forward to that. If you want to check out my Patreon for free to enjoy those shows, that is there for you. If you've never taken advantage of that, uh, you can easily sign up for one week free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The, the TC paintball asshole of the day, it's got to be Ottawa County. I mean, they are in a no non-asshole situation there. No matter what they do, they are assholes. And the latest effort of uh, a $4.1 million offer to Adeline Hambly, you could make that asshole slash dumb fuck of the day. Comment on lovely Darla over my shoulder here. Along with O'Neill, she's sitting in kind of like a peculiar way where her front legs and paws are dangling off the couch. Looks a little uncomfortable. What an absolute doll she is. All right. That is my time, friends. Thank you, as always, for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'll talk to you later on for the Patreon bonus. Till then, take care. Till next time. Bye-bye.